Blog Talk Radio. This is George Gamond. I'm always kind of wondering for that music to go off. I mean, it's always nice to have a little music to start the show, but, you know, slow internet or whatever it's called, it seems to go on and on even after I push the little button. So how's everybody today? It's Monday. It is the 19th day of November. I was thinking about what am I going to talk about this morning or this afternoon or whatever it is. I guess if you're in Hawaii, it would be morning, wouldn't it? Southern California, where I used to live, it's about 12, so it's the afternoon. So you have to get to Hawaii or Alaska before it'd be morning, right, still. And if you're on the East Coast, it's about, here I am giving out times. You want temperatures, too? We'll give out the times and the temperatures today, if you're so interested in knowing. It's about, let's see, what is it? I live in Aurora, Colorado, which is not far from Denver. Actually, we border Denver, next city over. Actually, it's kind of funny in Colorado, the strange little cities, you know, like I guess we're considered part of the greater Denver area. But I think Aurora is almost the same population as Denver. It's kind of this this community is growing and, you know, taking over. Yep. So but Denver is kind of the seat of the area, if I could use that way, that terminology. Well, it's 50 degrees right now. That's a warm, warm day oh we're supposed to get snow this weekend saturday and sunday no snow for thanksgiving which will be a lovely day okay a little weather forecast i don't know what the weather is where is the weather in your area of the world is it cold is it colder than here i've talked to some locals and they say yeah the weather's not so bad it doesn't get that winters don't get that bad here but when you're out in 70 degrees, 17 degrees Fahrenheit, it's a tad on the cool side, right? Yeah. I can't imagine. Well, so I can't imagine somebody, a friend of mine, Facebook friend, lives in Edmonton, um, Alberta, Canada. And that's like minus whatever in Edmonton. And I'm going, oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's really cold. So, but, um, uh, so that's enough for weather. What are we going to do? We're going to, well, first of all, I want you to call in. This is an invite to call in, and I'm going to let my spirit teachers, the Sarah group, talk to you about whatever's going on. How can they make your day a little better? How can they make your day brighter? How can they make you feel better, warm you up a little bit, give you some advice, give you some guidance that will make you improve your day? That's, love doing that. That's what they're here to do, so I will channel them for you. I'll go away. If you call in, I'll actually go away and let them talk to you. And then the second part, and this is being Thanksgiving week, which is the 22nd, which is Thursday, and I still got to get some food for that day. How interesting, huh? Pick up some more things. Okay, but so what are you guys having? I'm I'm a vegan, free uh, plant-based vegan, which I don't want to explain to you because it's like, what? What do you eat? Grass. <laughs> we, grass. No, I eat, I eat a lot of starches, potatoes, sweet potatoes, rice, 
corn, things like that. What did I miss something? Wheat, okay, grains, whole grains, as much as possible. And the eating plan I'm on, I don't call it a diet because I'm not really trying to lose any more weight. I mean, if I lose lost a pound or two, I would be like, oh, oh, that's cool, but not necessary. Never necessary, right? So plant-based diet. So what are you guys having, turkey? I hear there's a problem with turkeys in the United States that some people might be skipping turkeys for hams or something because of salmonella, salmonella, whatever that word is, salmonella, poisoning in turkeys. And a lot of people getting getting sick, and I heard about somebody actually dying from it. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. So be careful. Be careful in the food you buy, right? Be careful what you eat. Where is it they're having da- geese? Geese. I think we have geese here. Somebody, they have a, like, caged geese and people can pick out their own goose uh thanksgiving goose now i always thought of thanksgiving why am i getting on this food thing i must be hungry again i'm getting hungry this diet this fooding foodie plan the food plan i'm on i'm, I'm always hungry which is good because that means my metabolism is digesting and taking care of all that food that's going through my system, which is a very good thing. So if you want to know about it, a little more interesting things about that. But I do eat pasta and whole grains and whole grain bread. What I avoid on this particular eating plan is oils, even vegetable oil, all vegetable oils as much as possible. I mean, it's almost impossible to keep oils out of your diet, but I try not to eat very much of it. I try to avoid products that have oils and I don't cook with oils. You know, I was thinking about buying it. You guys, anybody have this? I know this is kind of a random kind of off the wall kind of thing in the show today. I'm just waiting for your calls, but an air fryer. I was thinking about buying an air fryer. Heat, heat fries it without oil. I thought, well, that's a cool way to go because I like to make my, you know, my French fries, but I don't want to deep fry them or anything crazy like that, right? So, what do you guys think? What do you think? What kind of? So, I want to do that. I could, I could do that with. They're kind of pricey, but not that bad. That's what I saw the prices. Okay, so what am I doing? Okay, so we're going to talk about. So what are we going to talk about? Oh, the other part is grateful. We're we're on Thanksgiving week, so we're all going to be grateful for something. So if you call in, you got to give me at least three things that you appreciate or are grateful for, and I won't get into the definitions of those two words because they are slightly different meanings, but we want to exaggerate, ex- ex- go into an ex- extensive discussion on the difference between um, yeah, grateful and appreciation. But I do want my spirit teachers – I'm getting used to using that word because they like to be called teachers because they're giving us information. They're helping us think. They're helping us to go to places where we can learn. Teacher, The job of a teacher is not to tell you everything but to show you how to find the information and to think more. So spirit teachers are not necessarily about giving you everything. Oh, this is going to happen next week or next week or thereafter. No, it's about helping you, pointing you in a direction to help you find your own answers. Oh, yes. Could it tap into your inner being, your soul, your higher self? That's what spirit teachers are about, so that you can get the knowledge for yourself and you can tap into your ancestors and your spirit guides or your higher self. Now, a lot of times, all you're tapping into, which is a good thing, is your higher self. 
Because your higher self is connected to source energy. You call it God. I call it source. Your higher self is tapped into that. And so if you can get create that vibrational match with your higher self and be in that vibrational place, you can get a lot of answers for yourself. Okay, now I'm a little nasally today. There's colds running around everywhere. It's the weather and my granddaughter is passing on colds. So I'm drinking a little water as I go to keep myself refreshed and ready to rock and roll here. So the Rolling Stones are coming to Denver next year. God, I'm going to be so old. Hope they're all alive by then. I'm joking. Well, you know, like Mick Jagger's like 77 or 78. Can you mean rock and rollers at 80? I, You know, I saw a picture of an old rock and roller from the 50s and early 60s, Jerry Lee Lewis, and he's still playing and doing, you know, whatever concerts of some kind. Must be limited numbers. But, yeah, he just keep rocking on, you know, into their 70s. I guess Paul McCartney is 77, and he just put a new um, album out. I guess that's the proper word, isn't it? Album. Uh, keep on rocking. Yeah, rocking in the free world, as Neil Young used to say. Okay, so we're going to do that. We're going to we're going to get into gratefulness, gratitude, and things that you're grateful for. The little things. Let's let's get into the some. And I have an article from Lifehack, Lifehack.org, on 60 things to be grateful for in life. And I'm going to get to the article in a few minutes. I do want to take your calls. And it's only a half hour show. Amy Morin. Morin, a psychotherapist, psychology instructor, and keynote speaker, and author of the best-selling book, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. That sounds like an interesting thing, but she put this quote in here, and I thought it was really kind of a cool quote. Maybe I should post this on Facebook. Yeah, share it on Facebook. Bear with me. If you're not with me on Facebook, join with me on Facebook. Yeah, and Instagram. I'm also on Instagram, so if you're interested in connecting with me on Instagram, I like Instagram. I don't know. For some reason, I'm a lot, though. I like to see the pictures of all over the world, people from all over the world. That's how I originally got involved in it, because I found, oh, wow, travel pictures. I love travel pictures. And it's got a little, it's gone off a little different direction, but that's all right. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Think about that. That's kind of, that's Melanie Beatty, 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 who wrote all these books on codependency and so forth. So gratitude, gratitude can shift and appreciation can shift your consciousness and your attitude about things. And think about, I like the one comment, um, a house into a home. It just kind of hit me like you can live in a place, but if you really appreciate your home and you're grateful for your home and you're grateful for the way it's laid out and you're grateful for all the conveniences that are in your home and, you know, appreciate the location and appreciate the beauty of your home, it really does turn it into a home. It's not just a motel, you know, it's a place, not just a place to sleep. It's a place to get in if you pre and I'm going to listen to spirit a little bit on this but if you appreciate your home you will do little things to appreciate it even more you'll decorate for that you appreciate it a little bit more so if you appreciate having a home 
you can turn that home into something really beautiful. We'll say if you have a house or a place to dwell with a little bit of appreciation for it, a little bit of showing your appreciation by doing nice things to it, coloring it, adding decor to it, coloring it, painting it. I should say coloring it. Well, I get my crayons out and color my house, right? Yeah, there's a house in my neighborhood that not too far from here that I thought they got on the little magic markers or something in the color they put on it. Okay. Strange, strange color blue. So we're going to talk about that, 60 things to be grateful for. I don't think we'll get through all of those, but that's what we're going to talk about. It. So if you want to call in, I'm going to do this all week, Monday through Wednesday. You know, I usually take Wednesday off. I'll take Thursday off this week. So it'll be Monday through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off, and then we'll be back on Friday. We being my spirit teachers and I, we will be back. We will have fun. Okay, so what are we doing now? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna let my spirit teachers talk to you for a few minutes. We, the the royal we that is. I know I'm going off. This is my way of communicating and talking to people and sharing what I believe in. I and hopefully, as I say things and I kind of go off on little tangents, you find a little humor in it. Because if I can make you to smile a little bit, make you smile, help you smile a little bit, I've done my job. I think. That's really more important than just about anything I could do for you is to help you smile a little bit. Because once you smile, it becomes very contagious and you do look for things to smile about. Okay, so I'm going to let them talk and then we'll get into the 60 things. And if we don't finish them today, we will finish them tomorrow or get a new list. Woo, new lists. Okay, so I'm going to go away, let the Sarah group talk to you for a few minutes. It's interesting how you humans love to create holidays for yourselves and vacations and just to break away from the normal that, that you need that. You really do need that because your lives become very stressed out. Uh, routine, as good as it is for humans to stay in a routine, you have to break routine to appreciate routine. Does that make sense? Do you ever go on a vacation? and you go away for a few days, aren't you kind of glad to be home? Unless you really hate your home. But I, most of you really appreciate your home and your job. And so your routines. So say you go on vacation, your routine is broken up, you're doing things differently, your whole thing is just turned upside down. And then when you get home, you go back into routine. And you appreciate your routine even more because it gives you concrete structure to your life. I know this is a little different than you probably expected us to talk about. So we could say, okay, we'll turn this into a little bit of discussion about appreciation or gratitude. Aren't you appreciative of the routine that you have in your life that keeps you structured and organized and keeps you productive? Think about it. Appreciate that. Appreciate the fact that you have structure that you have things in your life that keep you organized, keep you going, that you have a reason to get out of bed in the morning and a reason to go to bed at night. Uh, there are some people in your planet that don't, but it's good to have structure. But most people do, even if those who live 
and let's say the least environment, at least friendly environments where things are a challenge and a difficulty every day to survive, they have to maintain a routine, don't they? They have to create a routine in their lives to survive. They have to do things in the morning and the afternoon, and they have to go about their business. It gives you structure. And once you lose that structure, once you lose that, you, you feel lost. You know, I'm vacations, of course, we would say, yeah, you go on vacation, and it's a different kind of structure, but it's not the structure you're used to. But when you go back to your structure, but people, as they get older, you become sick or ill, they lose their structure, don't they? They lose their structure. And so they lose their structure. They lose all of that. So having a structure, it doesn't matter what age you are. You need structure. Children need structure. Seniors need structure. You need a life that you can plan out to some degree, at least on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, something to look forward to, something to a routine to be part of so that your life has a sense of fulfillment to it. So we talk about structure. So it's appreciating structure in your life, the routines in your life. And that for some of you might seem to be difficult or a little weird, but think about your life. Think about the fact that you get up in the morning, you have a sense of purpose. You, you, you go through the day. So be grateful for that. Be grateful for those little things in your life that, that keep you organized, keep you going, keeping you, pushing you forward. But we'll stop there for a moment and we'll reflect on this idea that you need to also live in the moment, stay in the moment. If you're always thinking forward, you're always thinking two hours from now, three hours from now, four hours from now, two weeks from now, a month from now, you're not living in the moment. So you can you can appreciate your structure and your routine, but notice that when you have a routine, you're in the middle of it all the time. And a routine, to some degrees, goes on autopilot, right? You do certain things. You know, you know, you, you, it's almost like you're on autopilot during your days. Well, that routine gives you the opportunity to focus on the moment because you're not thinking about what am I going to do in an hour. You know you're going to lunch. You might think a little bit what am I going to have, but it still pulls you back to be in the moment. It really pulls you back. What am I going to do for a week from now? Well, it pulls you back to the moment. You make make plans, but the plans are set. It pulls you back into the moment. So think of your routine, your structure keeping you in the moment, keeping you in the now, because that's where your focus is. is what am I doing right now? It's part of my overall routine where I don't have to think about it and I have to replan everything every minute. Wouldn't that be frustrating for you folks? Wouldn't that be frustrating if every minute or every hour or every half hour you have to, well, come up with new activities, new things to do? It, it would keep you busy, but it'd also be very frustrating, wouldn't it? So if you have a routine, if you know where you're going, you're able to enjoy the routine. You're able to enjoy the moment. You're able to enjoy what you're doing because you're not necessarily thinking about where you're going to be in an hour or two hours or three hours or four hours. It's right now. It's right now. So think about that. Be grateful for those routines. Grateful for being able to live in the moment. We'll leave you with that. We'll start the week off. Just think about that. Think about your routine and appreciate it the benefits it brings you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. 
Well, that was a different sort of thing, wasn't it? They went off into a whole different direction I didn't expect them to go to, which is cool. Which is cool. Um, So what are we going to do now? We're going to look at some of the little things, unless you want to call in. I really want you to call in because then we'll find out what my spirit teachers have to say for you. Okay? So let's let's get back to the routine a little bit. <laughs> my routine, okay? So here's some things to be appreciative of or grateful for. I think grateful for this in the sense of good health. Even if your health isn't great, it could be worse. And you likely have some working parts to be thankful for. So there's nobody is totally broken down to the point of they're laying in bed as a vegetable. Even if they are, there's probably things to be grateful for because you have a nurse. Somebody's taking care of you. So look for your health and those things to be grateful for because everybody has, and especially as you get older, you know, problems, health problems. But you can also be grateful for the medication or the healing that you get. And whatever whatever form of healing you take that will help you to get through those rough spots. Money in the bank. Having just a few coins makes you makes you richer than most people on earth. Yeah, a lot of people don't have any money. But I think about this. I think this is an interesting point. I used to go to a lot of law of attraction meetings and one of the leaders of a group I always thought of the things that everything you meet, everything that's given to you, you find a quarter or find a coin on the ground. It's a, it's a form of income. You should be grateful for that form of income. Somebody buys you lunch. It's a form of income. You didn't have to pay for it. They bought you lunch. So it's income. So be grateful for that. Be grateful for the income that you get from people being generous and kindness and things that you find that are worth it. You know, a little thing that you find at a swap meet or sweet flea market, and you go, oh, that's worth that. Yeah, I, okay, I'll buy that. And you turn around and you appreciate it because you found a good deal, right? Find a good deal. Appreciate it. Good friends. Often it's the quality of friendships, not the quantity. Yeah, I, you know, it's once I read a while back that really you can't have more than about five to ten or five good – I think the number is five. Now you can correct me if you're so inclined, but that's okay. Five really good friends because you're busy. You have all these things going on. If you try to develop a lot more friendships in your life, I mean really good friends, not just, oh, hi, how are you today? Oh, passing the time, your neighbors that you talk to for about 15 seconds or 20 seconds. But we're talking about really good friends, right? People that are really good friends. You can't have that many of them, and you don't need that many of them, really, for their time because you're busy. So appreciate those really good friends. Appreciate people who understand you, who allow you to be vulnerable, who allow you to open up your feelings a little bit. I mean, even even the good stuff, right, who aren't critical, aren't judgmental. Those are good friends. So appreciate them even more, right? Um, number four on the list. Let's see. I'm checking back to see if you guys have. Yeah, we're going to do more of these all week. I think we'll we'll jump into this and things. And I want to hear tomorrow and Wednesday what you're grateful for in your life. And and if you have something that's like totally different than this list, I would love to hear it. And, and I'll share a little bit. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for being able to have a family I can spend time with and share. And I'm grateful to have a do- granddaughter who is a beautiful young lady. I am grateful for my pets. Well, we'll get into that because that's one of the things. Okay? 
freedom of religion. Ooh, being able to worship whomever and however you want is something many people don't ever experience. Think about that. Are you appreciative of the fact that you live in a place where you can go to worship? Now, you know, I'm a little different that I don't belong to, let's say, an organized typical Christian religion or even a even any kind of typical organized religion. So I appreciate that, that I'm not being hunt, hunted down and made to go to church to follow a certain religious creed. Right. So I keep getting these crazy calls from people. Um, I, I learned something on my iPhone that I can do. If I get a call, I just send it to text, you know, send it I, a little text message. I can't talk right now, which is a cool thing. Yeah, I don't know if your phone does that. I discovered that. Send that little message out instead of just ignoring the call completely. Um, okay. Back to so I'm grateful for that little thing on my phone that allows me to do that. I can interrupt a call coming in and just send it to text. That's a cool thing, right? I, technology, beautiful technology. I appreciate technology. How about you? Do you appreciate technology? Some of the benefits of technology, like my air air fryer that I'm looking at getting, I think that's kind of a cool thing. Okay, your parents. I know that could be a sensitive subject and a very sensitive subject. My parents have passed a long time ago. But I do appreciate some of the things my mother told me and taught me. And I appreciate my father that he loved me even though he he left his earthly life at a fairly early age for me. I can I appreciate that. I appreciate that he loved me. I appreciate that my mother loved me even though you know, she had her problems and difficulties, but she taught me some lessons I think are very valuable. So appreciate your parents for what they taught. Even the most difficult parents taught you something. You know, they taught you something about life. They, If they were – and they, you became a better person for it. You grew from it. My mother had anger issues, and she was a rager. But she, one of the things that she said to me that I think has stuck with me all these years – is everything you do, make it play. Make it a game. Everything you do, make it a game or make it play. Make it fun. In some level, try to make everything you do something fun. Now, think about it. If it isn't fun, why are you doing it, right? But you can turn the turn that around a little bit and appreciate that kind of wisdom. Yeah, I'm going to make it fun. It's not a drudgery. I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to make it a game, you know, even like, Going out for a walk, well, you have a goal. You make it a game. I'm going to walk 6,000 steps today or two miles today or three miles today. It, it becomes a contest, a challenge to do, right? So whatever they taught you, even if it doesn't seem significant, appreciate it because it has benefited you in some way. Okay. Number six, we got a lot to do. <laughs> we got a lot more. This is going to carry us all week. That's just a cool thing, right? Um, weekends. Do you appreciate the weekends? Now, some people have really strange hours and work hours, and not everybody has the normal Monday to. But how about your days off? Do you appreciate those? That time to relax and just let go. You know, there's a value in doing nothing sometimes, just absolutely nothing. It's refreshing to do nothing. You don't always have to be doing stuff. You don't have to be doing stuff all the time. So think about that. Think about your days off. Now, regard. I have this really kind of fluid schedule, and I the weekends, even though there, I don't really don't do the show on the weekends, but Fridays have always been cool to me. I always love Fridays. Friday nights, I don't know. It goes back to my youth, and Friday nights were always kind of a special time. 
not as important as it used to be, but I appreciate them. I appreciate all the fun I had on Friday. I'm grateful for all the fun I had on a Friday night. What about you? Okay, so where are we back to? We're back to a couple more minutes on this. Having a partner. What do you think about Now, that? some people, that would kind of put some people off. Well, I don't have a partner. I want a partner. But even wanting a partner, even the desire for a partner is something that you should be grateful for. Think about it. Because if you didn't want to have a partner, oh, I'm just self-contained and I don't need anybody in my life and I don't need to be in love. Seriously? You don't need to be in love? Seriously? I think you do. I think we do. I think we all do. I think we're, we evolved into this person who needs to be in love. Always, right? I'm not sure. What we, okay, so instead of getting into any more of these, and I'm going to really, we're going to delve into these a little bit more. Okay, we're going to delve into, um, I'm going to save this one for tomorrow. So we'll do more of these tomorrow. My My little commercial for the day. My commercial is, I do three things I think are really valuable to you or four things altogether. I, as I mentioned, I channel my spirit teachers for you. So if you want to mess a lesson or no, I won't say lesson, you want a session with them so you can learn something about your life and where you're going and how to get there. So we can do that. I also like to delve into your past lives, which is really important too. And that's kind of into that thing. I do what you call a therapeutic meditation, which is past lives, but also going back and dealing with issues that you had from childhood to help to correct you so you can raise your vibration because it's all about raising your vibration. And I also like to present information from your ancestors so if you're interested in a message from your ancestors contact me so i love you guys i'll be back tomorrow we'll do more of these things about being grateful for thank you i appreciate you thank you bye now